Welcome to the Messy Walk Podcast with Pastor Adam Cook, where our goal is to have a genuine and authentic conversation about the Christian faith journey and what a messy walk with Jesus really looks like. Make sure to follow us for future episodes that will be posted regularly each Wednesday. We hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome, everybody, to the Messy Walk Podcast. This is episode 61. I'm here with Pastor Adam. Hey, hey. And this is, oh, I already said this is episode 61. Well, this Good is job, still Chloe. episode 61. And right now we are currently in a series about hearing from God, and we've had about five episodes go out on this topic. It was We started with hearing from God through the Word, then hearing from God through gifted teachers. Then we had a special guest um, talking with us about hearing from God through the Holy Spirit. Yep. And then we also had pain. hearing from God through pain. Yes, pain. I forgot. You Sorry. Forgot. You blocked it out. Uh, yeah, I was like, what was the last one? <laughs> um, so we also talked about hearing from God through our pain. And then we had an episode, Three Steps to Asking to Hear from God. So yeah. that leads us to today where we are taking a little bit of a different approach. Um, we're going to be doing shorter episodes for the next how many? Five. five we're yep. thinking five. Um we're going to be doing shorter episodes. So this one goes out to all of my fellow short attention span people. <laughs> this is going to be bite-sized pieces for us pretty much. Yeah, we'll we be were, able to... We've been coming in at about 45 yeah. or more right, yeah. minutes. Yes, yes. And so we're going to do sort of a, more of a rapid fire for yeah. these five things. Yes. So instead of cramming them into two episodes or whatever like we would typically do, yeah. we're going to shorten them up. So let me recap real fast so cool. that we're on the same page yeah. of last episode. If you missed it, of course, you can go back, but let me help you out real quick because it sets a tone for what we're going to talk through in these rapid fire episodes. So what we said last time was three steps to asking God for, and we're talking about Mm -hmm. guidance here, right? We're not necessarily talking about for stuff or junk. I'm not saying you can't ask God for stuff. I'm just saying that the majority of our prayers should be, and they really are, um, guidance. Mm -hmm. And so those three steps were quite easy. The first one was like, you got to realize that God cares about the intimate details of your life, right? Mm Because if you don't realize that, then you're not going to ask God. You're just going to justify of, well, he's too busy or some lie like that. And so you got to, you got to remind yourself and know that he cares about the intimate details of your life. Then you got to ask specific questions. That's going to lead into what we're going to talk through today. Mm -hmm. Um, and then believe that God wants to give you that wisdom, that he wants to answer you and give you guidance. And so Mm -hmm. those three things set you up to ask God um, for the guidance that you're seeking in your life through prayer. And so today we're going to walk into, start off five quick episodes of how to actually receive that guidance. So five steps, ways, whatever you want to say. Chloe's going to call them five dubs. Right. Because it's just all W words. So we call them five dubs. (laughs) Look, I'm I'm just an old Baptist guy. (laughs) In disguise as a non-denominational pastor, uh, um, I'm a recovering Baptist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so sure. uh, I like alliteration. And so anyway, um, they're going to be—they're all going to start with W. And so we're going to fire them off so that we kind of know where we're going and keep us on track to receiving the guidance. So you got to ask, mm-hmm. and we are talking those steps. But then, how do you actually receive it? Yeah. How do, how do you receive God? Because He wants to answer you. He's going to answer you. So how do you receive the guidance that you're asking for? And so that's what we're going to go into. And we're going to reference quite a bit through this um, the Old Testament minor prophet of Habakkuk. Um, and, and if you don't know what that is, it's a real easy Google search. Go mm-hmm. find it. It's only three chapters. Um, it's a really simple, short uh, minor prophet. I think he's the eighth minor prophet out of 12 in the Old Testament. But what you see happening there in chapter one of Habakkuk, 
he is asking God six specific questions. So that sort of comes from our mess, our, our podcast from last week, mm-hmm. right? Six specific questions. And then in, after two, in chapter two, what you see happening is, is that he waits and he listens to God, and then he writes down what he hears. And so um, it sort of sounds like this. I will climb my watchtower and wait to see what the Lord will tell me. The mm-hmm. Lord gave me this answer. And so what God says back is, write it down, um, write down what I reveal to you. And mm-hmm. so um, out of that, what you're going to see is five steps to receiving this guidance from God. Five dubs. Five dubs. Five dubs. And so we're going to jump into them. And these are what we're going to do kind of rapid fire from this scripture, from this text. So I wanted you to know up front, like I could have given you these and not even referenced Habakkuk, but I think it's important to see a biblical pattern. Yeah to us trying to receive guidance from God. Because some of these, we're going to get to them, some of them are going to sound a little new age. They're going to sound a little tree huggy. (laughs) Uh, They're going to sound a little free spirit. And and I want you to see that that all that stuff's really coming from the Lord. And Mm. so um, the first one is to withdraw. Um, Withdraw. That's our first dub. Um, The very first thing, if you're going to hear God speak to you, is you're going to need to withdraw. That means get alone in a quiet place. And so, Mm. Chloe, read to us real quick. That first part of verse one, or you can read all of verse one; doesn't really matter. But uh, we'll we'll pick it apart. I want you to cool. see where it says this in Habakkuk chapter two, verse one. All right. So it says, "I will stand at my watch and station myself on the ramparts. I will look to see what he will say to me and what answer I am to give to this complaint." Perfect. All right. So what he says was is, is in some translations will say it like, "I will climb my watchtower." Mm-hmm. So that first thing there is that watch, that that. The watchtower reference is a Hebrew expression that always means I'm going to get alone. I'm going to mm-hmm. go off by myself. I'm going to eliminate external distractions so I can hear God sp- speak. So yeah. find a quiet place alone. That's yeah. the key here. Um, and in today's world, it can be quite difficult to find a place, a quiet place alone. Um, yeah. So just just real fast, we'll go we'll go different directions with this, but just real fast. If you are listening and you are, I'm not, I don't want to leave out dads, but if you're a mama of preschool children or, you know, maybe preschool is too limited, just children in general. Yeah. And I, and I don't want to leave out dads because I, I know some dads that that's the case, but dads, let's just be real. We tend to have a much easier way of getting away from the children <laughs> and being alone than mama does. And I don't, I don't, I'm not saying that in a sexist no, way no. or anything or in a, in a responsibility of the parenting is on them. I don't mean that at all. I'm just saying that for me, and I'm dad of the year, by the way, I don't know if you know that, but I'm like <laughs> dad of the year, 14 years in a row. Oh, wow. Um, Congratulations. Dads listen out there, I'm sorry you lost, <laughs> but that's me. Um, so, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm dropping my kids off in the morning. I am the taxi in the morning. I'm picking them up almost every evening. Um, we me and Valerie have sort of bookend, bookended my life to do that because mm. of my anxiety. It forces me to start in the morning. Because I'm a late, I'm a late night person. I'm not a morning person, mm-hmm. and then it forces me to end the day instead of being a workaholic, which yep. I have done for years. And so I've been doing this process for a long time. And so I'm all about you know equal responsibility and caring for the children. But I'm saying that mamas, it can be hard sometimes to get away from preschools. I ran across this story which I thought was really neat. So Susanna Wesley was the mother of eighteen children. 
And this was a long time ago, several hundred years ago. So insane. Teen children. Right? She she would have had her own TV show now, oh, right? Yeah, you know, she would have been. Yeah, and counting. She would have been on TLC. <laughs> yes, for sure. Um, two of her sons, you would know. This is the reason we bring up Susanna Wesley, uh, Charles Wesley, and John Wesley. Charles Wesley wrote hundreds and hundreds of hymns and songs um, that people still sing today. Here's a cool side note: um, when people act all crazy about. Those hymns are the only way we should worship. Um, the majority of the tunes that Charles Wesley wrote his hymns to were old bar tunes, by the way. They were they were bar tunes. That's awesome. Bar music that he put Christian lyrics to and I wrote did these not hymns. Know that. So it was out of popular music, by the way, that those hymns got written. So anyway, That's side really note. Cool. Side note. But John Wesley, though, is the founder of Methodism. And so when you look at the Methodist church, it came out of John Wesley. So two like juggernaut um, people in the faith yeah. for the Christian movement in the world, for the gospel. That's two of her children. But she had 18 of them. Yeah. And so how in the world, and so Susanna Wesley is seen as being this prayerful woman. How in the world does somebody who has 18 kids get alone to pray? How does somebody who, who, who get, and gets alone enough to pray, obviously, that has an impact on two of her children for sure, like right. worldwide impact. Um, there's this story about her that says that she um, would, when she had, when she needed to get time alone with God. Obviously, how do you run away from eighteen children? You can't. You so can't. they're everywhere. She would, she would take her apron. She's always wearing an apron, right? Because she's taking care of eighteen, 18 children, children. Yep. <laughs> and they're always hungry. By the way, twenty four <laughs> hours a day. Um, and so she would take her apron. She would sit in the living room. Now kids are all over the place. She sit in the living room and she would pull her apron over her head. So from the front over her head, and her children knew that when she did that, that was mama's time alone with God. And they would try our best not to interrupt it, and she wouldn't let anything interrupt her. That would be her time alone to pray. And, and that's pretty cool. So yeah. in other words, there's got to be some time that you find to get alone. This is this withdrawal. There's our first dub. Withdrawal. Find a place where you can get alone with God and listen, even if you have to get creative and use an apron over your head to do it. Yeah. Um, one of the reasons why... I think you may be listening to this and you don't hear God speak to you more is because you're surrounded by noise. Hmm. That's one of the reasons why I don't hear God speak to me as much too, is because I'm constantly surrounded by noise. I mean, think of all the noise that we hear around us, Chloe. Like what, what's some noise that keeps you from hearing from God? Uh, my phone, the my phone. phone, my phone, <laughs> the phone, the phone, the phone. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. I mean, you talk about like getting by yourself, like you, you can be alone, but your phone is just so much immediate connection with people that it's hard to really like be focused and be by yourself. Because I've noticed for me, like when I'm like, I'm going to like spend time with God, like I'm going to have some quiet time, I'm going to pray, going to read stuff like that. All of a sudden, I have like a hundred of my closest friends <laughs> reaching out to me. I don't have a hundred close friends, let's be clear. But all of a sudden, I have everyone we that I've ever do, known. Yeah, seriously, I have everyone I've ever known starting to reach out to me and yeah, text me. And I'm like, I haven't heard from you in like seven years, <laughs> and now you want to catch up, sort of thing. So yeah, my phone is the biggest one for me. But I mean, there's just so much noise in general. Like if it's not your phone, I mean, TV, all these things just yeah. constantly coming at you. Like your phone's constantly blowing up is the thing that comes in my head, and it's hard to actually feel like things are ever actually quiet absolutely i mean the phone thing is a is an interesting dynamic that we cannot not pay attention to in today's world right um never before have we had total complete complete total access to people and information all the time and so this dynamic of you can't ever be alone if your phone is with you 
because you have all these people that you're connected to, not just through text message and phone calls, but through social media and then their own platforms and their blogs and their TikToks and yes. whatever else mess that they have. It's nonstop. Constantly stuff is coming out there and you're constantly getting notified about things and there's an email and a text message and all those things. And Massive just, amount of noise yeah. around us. And then like Constant. you said too, you know, TV, things like that. Like I, I struggle so much. And this may be, this is, this is either, I mean, I think it's a mixture of a product of our personality, but then also a product of the age that we live in. Mm-hmm. I find it incredibly difficult to be quiet and be in silence. And so to withdraw, right? I find it incredibly difficult to do this. Um, like, like when I'm eating dinner, I cannot eat my food unless I have something on the television that I want to watch. And so, <laughs> I noticed that with myself recently too. I love to have something to watch while I and eat. And I can't, I can't do it and find something while I'm eating. Yeah, I can't start eating and then find something later or ignore what's on. I have to sit down, and this is other product of once again of us not sitting around a table, right? Mm-hmm. So. It's around devices. Mm -hmm. And so I will find myself, I sit down, I'll have my my dinner or whatever it may be. It's usually dinner because everything else is such a rush. Right. And... And I'll have to literally, I mean, the, the food will get cold sometimes because I keep on flipping to find something that I want to engage yeah. in before I will eat the food. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel you. I can't it's insane, judge you at all because right? I'm the same way. Yeah. And so there's so much noise around us. And this first step, if you want to actually receive the guidance that you're asking God from, like this is under the impression of that we are asking God, like mm-hmm. that we've set ourselves up to, we're asking God, what do I do in this situation? God, what's my next step? That was right. a big one we said last episode, which was so huge. Yeah. What's my next step? Um, what What do you want me to do in this season? Where do you want me to go, God? What, how do I handle this situation? You know, what What does this mean? What is this happening around me? What does this mean? You know, the, all these things in which we're trying to get guidance from God. Yeah. The very first step is, is you've got to withdraw because all you're going to ever hear is all the rest of the noise and your own self and your own thoughts. We'll get to that one as we go along. But, um, it, you know, you've got to find a place where you can get alone with God and listen. And I really do think I want to say it again, that one of the reasons why we don't hear God speak more is because we are surrounded by such noise yeah. all the time. And the world we live in now is noisier than it could ever be, you know. Um, and, and I struggle with finding that space to do that. But it is crucial first step. It's like the first thing you see with Habakkuk. What I can go to my watchtower. Watchtower is a is a place of solitude, alone, and it means I'm getting quiet. Because the watchtower mm-hmm. typically was for one person, right? right? And so that's the idea here. Um, and, and and here's the thing. And then we're getting ready to we're getting ready to do our rapid fire. We're getting ready to end the episode and go to the next one. So yeah. it's gonna be pretty cool. Um, if that was all that you needed to hear from God, it'd be real easy. Hmm. Take your apron, throw it over your head, right? Turn your phone off. You know, find a quiet spot in the house or outside in the woods or whatever, right? Right. Um, those of you that hunt, you go hunting. Your phone can't make noises anyway. Although you got to <laughs> stop staring at it or you won't see the deer. I've done that plenty of times. Um, but you know, you leave the phone in the truck. You go in the woods and you sit. And so if that was all that was needed to hear from God, it'd be real easy. Just get by yourself and you'd hear from God every time. But mm-hmm. after you get in that squat, quiet spot, then you need to um, not just – by getting in that quiet spot, not just eliminating the noise, when you get in that quiet spot, you need to quiet yourself, mm-hmm. your mind and your own emotions, and that's going to lead us to the second step that we see 
Habakkuk doing, this is so hard for me to do this quickly. Yeah. I am such a long-winded, <laughs> I feel weird about this. I'm like, wait kind a of person, right? But, uh, <laughs> so an adjustment. So, so we're just going to recap real quick because I'm, I'm yeah. uncomfortable with ending so fast. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. We can recap. Whatever you need. Somebody's going to come into the podcast that this is their first episode, and they're going to listen to it and be like, this is all these people are talking about? What? (laughs) Right. It's not typically like this. We're typically like 45, 50 minutes. Don't worry. We're going to give you another one. But bottom line is, and so maybe maybe we're stopping like this so we can practice it. Yeah. Right? So withdraw. All right. First step, withdraw. I climb my watchtower. What's that look like for you? Where's your watchtower at? Mm-hmm. Right? Susanna Wesley, it was an apron over her head in the middle of the living room with 18 kids running around. Mm-hmm. Um, for some of you that hunt, it's in the tree stand. It's in the woods, right? Um, for those of you that like nature, but you're not a hunter, you want to save the bambies, not eat them, it's walking on a trail somewhere, yeah. right? Um, where is that spot for you to get alone and quiet and silence the noise from outside? This is called withdrawing, right? Setting yourself up to hear from God by practicing this idea of being alone so that you can give focus, mm-hmm. right? That's the whole thought, right? Yeah. So I'm going to withdraw. I'm going to eliminate the distractions around me by getting away from them, right? Yeah. So maybe what this means is is your spot to withdraw is in the car, mm-hmm. um, and that means that the radio goes off, and so does the phone, mm-hmm. right? And I don't think, by the way, quick tidbit, I don't think that muting it is enough because I still, still pick it. it up. I still pick it up. I'm like, what am, what am I missing? Like yep. it might be muted, but that means there must be some sort of notification coming Turn through. Turn it yeah. off. And this is hard to do. I So so right in the middle of, um, I don't know when this episode comes out. So a couple weeks ago, it was Easter. And we do this big, massive thing at Union Church called The Journey, where we create a self-paced walkthrough of Jesus's life mm-hmm. during the Holy Week, like mm-hmm. leading into Easter. It's massive. It takes an incredible amount of work. And it's fun. And it's, it's awesome. I mean, yeah. it really is. Um, it, it just sets a tone of being able to prepare your hearts for Easter by being immersed, literally immersed in the scripture. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in the middle of that, uh, I dropped my phone mm-hmm. on a rock at the perfect angle from the perfect height. Because those of you who listen to this, you may not have ever seen me before. I'm big. And so uh, when the phone drops from my head, from my head, it is dropping a long distance. <laughs> <laughs> so it happened and it was in a case and it had the stupid glass protector crap on the front of it and all that mess. Mm-hmm. It fell at the perfect flat angle on a rock on pavement and it just broke. And so it was, oh my gosh. And it was brand, it's brand new and, yes. and I'm a deal hunter and so I didn't pay anything for it and it's brand new, which tells me that if I got to replace it, I got to pay something for real this time and I just, oh. It's insane amounts yes, of money. and it's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, like these new phones are like $2,000. It's stupid. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so it did not work at all. It wasn't just broke. It was, it wasn't like it cracked. It, the screen was green. Like it wouldn't do anything. And so I, I was in, we were in the middle of the journey. So no, no, no time to fool with it. Then we were up all night long, Friday night into Saturday, working, getting ready of the church ready for Easter. Then we roll into Easter. We have uh, four services at the Danville campus, um, back to back to back to back, right? 8 30, 10, 11 30, 1 o'clock. And then, um, and then as soon as Easter Sunday's over with, me and Valerie roll home, we pack and we leave to go out of town without the children. Mm-hmm. And so I have zero time to do anything about this phone situation. And so that entire following week on vacation, I had no phone at all whatsoever. It did not work. And I was devastated the first few days. <laughs> I didn't know what to do. Right. But then I found myself towards the end of that week, no kids. 
right? Just me and Valerie and another couple from our mm-hmm. church, good friends of ours. No kids, no phone. And so there was a couple times where they went shopping, and I'm not really a shopping guy, and I was by myself completely. And How do you find them? And so I turned the phone on. And, I mean, I turned the uh, TV on. And I watched TV for a while. Yeah. Then I was like, I don't want to watch this TV. It's horrible. <laughs> so I turned it off. And so I found myself sitting for like three, four hours oh, yeah, yeah. with nothing. And I, and I immediately found myself praying. That's cool. Right? Just out of the blue. So long story short, um, withdrawing is incredibly important. And you're going to have to take some sort of drastic step to make this happen. Right, yeah. Susanna Wesley's a good picture of that drastic step. Uh, Habakkuk and what's going on here, going to the watchtower by myself. Like this is a this is going to take some sort of drastic step, and it's probably going to involve your phone being off, yeah, right, and away from you, yeah, like some some reason for you not to look at it, yeah. Anyway, there's the I first dub yes. of how to like, actually receive what yeah. you're hearing from God. Number one, Chloe, say it again. Withdraw. Withdraw. Yes. First Rapid dub. fire. Boom. 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 See you next week. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we have for this week. That's like it. we said, bite-sized pieces. Sorry, I choked. <laughs> bite-sized pieces. Um, so, yeah, this is only like 20 minutes. I know you We're can't see good. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's good. It's better than I thought. So thank you guys for being with us this week. We will be back again next week with another shorter episode with the next W or the next dub. I like calling them dubs. W just sounds too official. <laughs> the next <True>. dub. <laughs> so have a great week. And we'll week. talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you for joining us on the Messy Walk podcast with Pastor Adam Cook. Make sure to follow us for future episodes that will be posted regularly each Wednesday. Have a good day.